Welcome, welcome all to a special St. Patrick's Day episode of your favorite podcast. Targo, it's the one day a year. One day a year you get to be Irish with me. (laughs) Okay. Welcome to the club, my friend. And uh, to that, special cheers to you, my friend. I'm taking a shot. Isn't that what they say? Yes, it is. So what are you drinking for your St. Patty's Day episode, even though we're a day early? So I just drank uh, probably a double of Jameson. And then good old Guinness. Irish to the bone, man. To the bone. Surrounded by my Ireland jerseys, hat, and a dildo. <laughs> Get it. Get it. It's those a pickle. Who aren't watching on here. Yeah. You see, it's a dill pickle <laughs> with a, a baby deer. <laughs> yeah, with a head and legs of a deer. Anyways, Targo, what are you drinking uh, while you're Irish for one day? Yeah, I'm drinking uh, Crown Royal Apple and some Sprite. Whiskey and Sprite. Okay. I'll accept it. Okay. For this one. I didn't have this anything else, so. <laughs> well, there's a reason why I'm 100% Irish and you are... I think my mom has is a little Irish. A little bit? A little bit. Okay. Well, now you're full. Today and today only. <laughs> okay. But those are our brews. Let's get to some banter. St. Patrick's Day style. Welcome to Brews and Banter. Targo, today we are covering a preview of games March 16th to 20th. Our predictions. And then we went a little St. Patrick's Day style today. The greatest green jerseys of all time. A little biased, but whatever. Uh, and then the greatest clubs to ever wear green, and then the greatest players to ever don an Ireland jersey. Let's get to it. We're going to start with the second leg of Europa League action today, man. Starting today. with, yeah, it is today. Union Saint Joas against. Union Berlin, this is 3-3 after the first leg. I mean, if this is anything like the first leg, I'm going to be excited to watch it. I don't know who to pick to win this game, if I'm being honest. I don't know who's going to win. I don't know either. Uh, I know who I'm going to pick, though. I think I'll pick Union Berlin. Okay. Keeping the Cinderella story going, huh? Yeah, except every time I pick them to win or something, they don't. They don't. Well, I'm going with Union saint Gilles because yeah, I watched them in that first leg, and man, they look good going forward. So they're at home in Belgium. I think they get the win in this one. <laughs> Next up, Fenerbahce against Sevilla. Sevilla's up 2-0 in this one. How do you see it going? Sevilla, man. Can't bet against them in the Europa League. One, one way, way, one way one only. Way only. <laughs> yeah, I'd pick Sevilla. As you would say, as the team I picked to win it. That's right. Uh, so Your I got to pick them. Your team. 2-0 looked pretty favorable to me. However, this is in Turkey. And we've seen what Sevilla has done in second legs, making things interesting. Mm, so. That's true. They did against PSV, right? Yeah. Next up, we got Freiburg against Juventus. This one's in Germany. Juventus is up 1-0. How do you see it going? Juve, man, they just got so much talent on that team. It, I, I can't bet against them, honestly. The really way hard to. And yeah, Di Maria, man, has been playing well. They got Dusan Valo- Valo- Valovic. 
Lahovich. Lahovich. Yeah, man. I got to go with Juve. Yeah. Uh, you forgot Federico Chesia as well. He hasn't been playing much, man. I got, I keep looking for him. I'm like, where the heck's he at? Chiesa. Yeah. I mean, it, he's great. He's a fantastic player. And if he's not playing and Juve are still doing well, it just shows you how deep their squad is. So. I mean, when Italy won the Euros, he was my favorite player for them watching him. Oh, yeah. He's super exciting to watch. Um, I'm going to have to go with Juventus in this one, too. I just think they got too much quality to let this one slip. Uh, next up, we got Ferran Varos against Bayer Leverkusen. Leverkusen up 2-0 in this one. How do you see it going? This one's in Hungary, by the way. One way. And one way only. Leverkusen, man. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Leverkusen is too much for them. They may be disappointing in the Bundesliga this year, but they're showing their true colors in the Europa League so far. Fully inverts, Musa Diaby. They look pretty good in that first leg. Yeah, especially a healthy Florian Verts. It, it's hard to bet against him. Next up. Arsenal against Sporting Lisbon. This one was 2-2 in the first leg in Lisbon, going back to the Emirates. Sporting exposed Arsenal on the counter in the first leg. Will they do it again, Targo? They really did. I'm I'm curious to see what kind of squad Arteta puts out there. If, you know, we see a Kivior, Jorginho, or maybe Niketia by that point. Well, they played Crystal Palace on the weekend. Do you think that has any uh, inkling? I think it does. I really do. I mean, these games going from Thursday to Sunday, that's Sunday. Yeah. quick turnaround time. No but travel still, this time, though. No travel. But I, so I do expect Arsenal to pull it out here at home. I, obviously, yeah, I'm I, rooting for them being a fan. But. Obviously. Uh, sporting impressed me a lot in the first leg, but they with did Coates they, yeah. and uh, their Japanese winger. couple suspensions. Yeah, they're both suspended. <sighs> I just I think Arsenal have too much with those two suspended, and they're at home. And the Emirates has been a fortress this season, so I think Arsenal make it through. I think it'll be entertaining and close. Maybe a two one, three two. No three one. Either way, I pick a victory for the Gunners. Next up, Real Betis against Manchester United. United's up four to one on this one. This is in Spain. Thoughts? One way and one way only, man. I mean, they have to turn <laughs> over a three goal deficit. That's going to be tough, even if it's in Spain. I don't think so. I think this game will end in a draw, but United just have too much. Yeah, and they probably United rest some of their players. Casemiro will play since he's not suspended, and they get the victory. That's all she wrote. Yeah. Uh, yep. Real Sociedad against AS Roma. Roma winning in Rome, 2-0. This one in Spain. So I think Sociedad will probably win that game. But coming back from two goals, I think that's enough to give Roma enough of a cushion where they'll go through. So, for example, I think Sociedad might win 2-1 or... Sociedad have not been in good form lately. No, they haven't. I think you're on to something. But so I think Sociedad will win that game, but Roma will go through. Okay. Uh, I think Sociedad will win this game because Roma's form away from home is very sporadic. However, 
I think Sociedad win this 2-0. Goes to extra time and PKs. If you say Roma wins on PKs. <laughs> no, I think Sociedad will win on PKs. Uh, yeah, like to keep you, keep you guessing on that one. You did that last time. I was like, okay. I think it was for Man City. Okay. Just Leipzig. get to your damn point, yeah. Redbeard. Jesus. Taking forever to say, okay, this team will win. Yeah, right. Uh, Feyenoord against Shakhtar Donetsk. This one is in the Netherlands. 1-1 after the first leg. How do you see it going? So when I watched that game, I thought Feyenoord were definitely the better team, so I expect them to go through. I know in that first game, Shakhtar got up early. And then uh, Feyenoord had to fight back, but... I think, I think yeah, honestly, Feyenoord. for me, Shakhtar were l- quite a bit lucky. I mean, this guy scored off his ass. <laughs> he really um, did the diving header that hit him in the butt. Yeah. Oh, I man. don't, they didn't deserve to tie that game. No, Feyenoord no. to win that one. Yeah. Yes, they uh, did. That's why I think they will. Home, being at home, I yeah, I agree. I, I think they have too much quality for Shakhtar in this one. But last time I picked Ren to beat Shakhtar uh, at home, and they bottled it and lost in penalty kicks. So my record in picking things in the Europa League this season has not been good. Let's just (laughs) say that. Except for uh, Arsenal and Sevilla, I guess. Next up, we go to England. On St. Patrick's Day... March 17th, we have Nottingham Forest against Newcastle. Forest, the home team in this one. How do you see it going? So yeah, Newcastle coming off a big win from Wol- against Wolves. Forest coming off a loss to Chelsea? Or no, Tottenham. Tottenham. So let's see if Newcastle, man, can keep that momentum because they need it to get in that top four fight. Yeah, especially since they're only four points behind Tottenham with two games in hand. So essentially their Champions League destiny is in their hands. But they got to win these games. Yeah, I I think they do. I think Newcastle does get a win here. Uh, This one to me with the way Forrest have been playing at home is a a draw written all over it. A one, one draw. Newcastle struggled scoring this season. I mean, I understand Almiron found his scoring boots again. So did Alexander Isak in their game against Wolves. But I just, this smells, this smells 100% like a draw to me. Next up on the 18th, we have Aston Villa against Bournemouth. Bournemouth just beating Liverpool in their last game and Aston Villa drawing against lowly West Ham. How do you see it going? I'm going to go for Villa. Yeah. Ali Watkins, Leon Bailey, Emmy Wendia. I think they're going to be too much for Bournemouth. Bournemouth, man, they just they have a hard time scoring goals. They really do. And it really takes teams either falling asleep or bad giveaways for them to score at this point. So I'm going to I'm going to go with Villa on this one. I'm going to have to agree with you. This one's at Villa Park. Villa at home are fantastic this season. Bournemouth are awful. And I mean awful away from home. So, at least the one thing. 
a Villa win. Next up, we got Brentford against Leicester City. This one should be intriguing. Yeah, so Brentford, they're playing at home where they they play really well. And Leicester do. They're, they're terrible right now. They've lost their last four games. I mean, what do you do if you're Brendan Rodgers, man? You've lost four games in a row, and now you have he to go to Brentford? That, he's got a great team, but his defense can't stop anything. He's got no one to score. Goals have kind of dried up on him. They really have. And you think they're going to stop Ivan Tony and and Bomo from getting in? Well, I'm asking for your prediction, not mine. So I think Brentford, quit. man. I'm going for Brentford. Brentford <laughs> at home or... <laughs> I see this going one way and one way only. Brentford losing once in their last 14 games. And they're at home where they have an impeccable record where their only loss is against Arsenal. I think Brentford wins this one. Ivan Tony is on fire this season. Fun fact, he scored 22 out of 22 penalties in his career for Brentford. Pretty damn good, I would say. That is a great record, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that Leicester City give up a penalty and Ivan Tony scores one, but I do think it's more like a 3-1 or 2-0. So it's not the only goal. Next up, we have Southampton, fresh off a draw against Manchester United against Tottenham, who beat Nottingham Forest at home 3-1. to one. This one is at St. Mary's. How do you see it going? Man, what Tottenham team are we going to get? Great Which question. One? Great question. That's, that's always the question. Which Tottenham team are you going to get? One that beats Chelsea, the one that thrashes Nottingham Forest? Are the one that loses to uh, who'd they lose to? I can't remember. They lost recently, though. Sheffield United, Wolves. Wolves. It was the Wolves, yeah. They still lost to Sheffield United as well. So, And then a back poor display in the Champions League to AC Milan. I mean. Mm-hmm. Their form away from home is pretty bad this season. It well. is. But I do think they'll get the win. I'm going to go Tottenham. with Tottenham. Yeah. It's definitely needed, I will say. Um, I don't know. Do I go with my brain or my gut? Because <laughs> on paper, my brain says Tottenham win this game. My gut says Tottenham That's away from I home. Was feeling. I was feeling a draw, if I'm being honest. St. Mary's, Southampton need points for survival. They've had some upset wins this season. I mean, they, they just got to. I mean, they got to draw against Man United. Yeah, draw they against Man do, United. Beat Chelsea at home. Seem to do good against those big teams. I'm gonna go with a Southampton win in this one. Okay. Yeah. Going with my gut, not my brain. <laughs> Next up, we have a six-pointer towards the bottom of the table. Wolves against Leeds. This one. It's at the Molyneux. Wolves sitting 27 points, but, I mean, they're only five points ahead of Leeds at this point. Bro, that's that whole bottom eight teams or whatever. Sorry, I was wrong. Four points ahead of Leeds at this point. But you're right. It's literally 12th to 20th. <laughs> There's five points between them. I It's huge. All these games matter a ton now because there's only... For a lot of these teams, 
12 games left. It's at the Molyneux. I want to give it to Wolves. I know they did I, beat it's Tottenham gonna, at the Molyneux last time they played. At I know. Home, I think so. it's going to be close. I almost want to say a draw. Okay. But I think I think Wolves might get all three points. So I'm going to go with Wolves with the three point win. <sighs> I hate to see Leeds in the relegation zone. They're such a big club. See them struggle for so long. I have to agree with you. I don't want to. But I think Leeds, what's going to happen is they're going to get relegated and they're going to regret firing Jesse Marsh. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. Because with him, you give him a couple more games, and I bet they're not sitting where they are right now. No, some of these they've played. So let's look at some of their games that they've had. They've a draw, a loss, a win, a couple losses. Might throw another win or so in there, a couple draws. Yeah. So. I hate to see it, but I think Wolves have too much quality for them, especially at the Molyneux, where they're Luke, not an easy team to beat. No, and Luke Tee's been, like I said, man, he's a great coach. He's got them playing well. What a hire for them, I will say. Next up, we have Chelsea against Everton. Chelsea flying high. Three wins on the bounce. Everton fresh off beating uh, Brentford side that hadn't lost in 13 games. How do you see this going? So I mentioned a couple weeks ago, Chelsea, man, their kind of run of games they had here. They had Leeds, Leicester, now Everton. Leeds and Everton at the bridge. I think these are the games you have to judge Graham Potter on, if I'm being honestly. He should be winning these games. And so I think Chelsea should win this game. I think you're 100% right. That is, These are the games that Graham Potter should be judged on. With them winning three games and scoring, what is it? One, six goals in three games? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, they're at the bridge. Everton are not good at all away from home. I mean, out of their six wins, I believe all but one have come at home. But yeah, so yeah. This, Gotta go with this Chelsea. smells like a Chelsea blowout to me, where they just they find something that they haven't had in a while, and they just score a mess of goals. A mess of goals, I like it. Yeah, like it's gonna get messy for Everton, like bad. And I think you were onto something when you said Chelsea will go on a run of six, seven victories in a row. I do. Especially the three right schedule. now. I think, yeah. <clears throat> you got three. You're halfway there. I think this is number four. I do. Next up, we have a very intriguing battle for, I guess, Europa League spots. Uh, didn't think I'd say this before, but uh, Liverpool against Fulham. Liverpool being the yo-yo team of the season. Beating Manchester United 7-0 and then losing to the last place team in the league 1-0. Fulham losing two straight, 3-2 to Brentford, and 3-0 to top of the table Arsenal. How do you see yeah, this Fulham have not looked good. Liverpool and Anfield, man. That's Again, they're a different beast when they're at Anfield. They have that home crowd behind them, kind of cheering them on. You can see it at Bournemouth. They didn't have that home crowd cheering them on, and it hurt them. Big time. 
I think I'm going to go with, I guess, the, the odds here and say Liverpool get three points. Obviously, on paper, they're favored. Yeah. I think, for me, the problem is Liverpool seem to show up against the big teams. But anyone they think is below them, as should be below them in the standings, they kind Fulham of fall far below them. Yeah. Um, Fulham are three points behind Liverpool. Liverpool have a game in hand. For me, it's the past I, couple performances from Fulham. Yes, and that's where I was going to say Fulham normally before these two last two performances, I would have been like, yeah, they will surprise Liverpool. I'm going to go the draw on this one. Um, Liverpool against teams that aren't favored when they're not the favorites, I should say they don't play well or when they are the favorites. Yeah. Okay. When they are the favorites. Um, yeah, I, I think Fulham have quality. They just haven't been playing well, and they're very leaky on defense. Liverpool are very inconsistent. I don't get it. So I'm going to go with the draw. And then on the 19th, we have Arsenal against Crystal Palace. Arsenal at home for the second game in a row after playing Sporting today. How do you see this one going? Arsenal, man, top of the league. Yeah. Isaiah's going one way and one way only. Arsenal at home, top of the league. Crystal Palace, poor form of late. Uh, they they don't have a win this year, do they? Calendar year? I don't Crystal know. They Palace. haven't won anything in their last five. Yeah. Uh, Arsenal making Fulham look like a Sunday league squad for a half of football. Arsenal are five for five in their last games. Yeah. Last five um, Premier League games, five wins. So, I think yeah. they win. I think they win this one. End up going eight points ahead of City. Yeah. Speaking of City, we have the FA Cup quarterfinals this weekend. On the 18th, we have Manchester City against former player, now turned coach Vincent Company's Burnley squad. I'm very excited to watch this match. Burnley man flying watch. high in the championship. Yeah. Flying high. Vincent Company has them purring. Manchester City in the FA Cup. Are they going to play all their starters? I guess their bench is still probably stronger than the entire Burnley squad. But which Manchester City squad shows up for this game? The one that wins. <laughs> I love the drama of the FA Cup. I do. It's one of those competitions where most people are like, eh, it's the FA Cup. I don't think when you'll get, get any quarter, drama in this semifinals, game. The semifinals, they don't pay attention. I don't think you'll get any drama on this one, though. I think this one will go to a replay. Huh, tie, huh? That is the drama. <coughs> That's all I got. The okay. drama. I think Manchester City eventually goes through. But I think Vincent Company knows this team better than most coaches would. He was at Man and, City a long time. Yeah. And I think I think Burnley get a draw out of this one. All right. On the 19th, we have Brighton against the surprise outfit of the season. Grimsby Town out of the, what is that, League One? I don't know. I know they're the surprise outfit, yeah, in the FA Cup. 
Yeah. Uh, maybe League Two. I don't know. Anyways, I see this going one way, one way only in Brighton. Yeah, Brighton. <laughs> <laughs> we got Evan Ferguson gets at least one, maybe two. Matoma. Yeah, Matoma. I keep going. Sully Marsh. Pascal Gross. Yeah. You keep going. I it, You go on forever. Uh, next up, we have Sheffield United hot off winning against Spurs playing a resurgent Blackburn squad. I only put this mm. on here because you remember when Blackburn used to be good? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. Seems like ages ago. It really does. Thierry yeah. Henry was still playing for Arsenal. Yeah. I miss Morton, it. The, Morton the Gams Pedersen. Yeah, the red and white half and half jerseys. Or blue, and, blue white, and white, sorry. Yeah. It was red and black was their away kit. Yeah. Uh, how do you see this one going? I mean, both teams are in the championship. Both towards the top of the table. Should be good. Honestly, one. Sheffield surprised me with their win against Tottenham. I mean, they, they're at home. Yeah. And they it beat, was Tottenham. They, they beat Rex. Tottenham are allergic to trophies. So. Well, Blackburn aren't. They want some here. Yeah. But I, I, I want to go Sheffield, man. Yeah. I'd like to say Honestly, Blackburn. It's hard for me to pick between these two teams. I mean, both of them are towards the top of the championship right now. Um, Blackburn have been looking good of late. Sheffield United beat Tottenham. And Blackburn sitting in fifth. They're nine points behind Sheffield United, I guess. So not as close as I thought. Going to Sheffield then as well? I'm going to go with Blackburn on this one just because you went with Sheffield. Okay. And we'll probably be watching this together. So then I can tell you I told you so. (laughs) Or you can tell me. Either one. You wish, my friend. You wish. Next up, we have a battle at Old Trafford of Fulham against Manchester United. This should be fun to watch. I'm going to go with Man United just because it's at Old Trafford. And it seems, I'm guessing Ten Hag will play a pretty strong squad. He might want a second trophy. I'm going to go Man United. Okay. Um, It's hard for me to pick against Manchester United, but Casemiro suspended for this one. Isn't that weird how the... You can get a red card in a league game and you're suspended for the FA Cup, League Cup. Yeah. But, but then it, you get a red weird. card in the League Cup and you're not suspended in the Premier League. Makes no I sense. Don't, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, like Nick Pope. Why Nick Pope shouldn't have been suspended for that League Cup game. In the final. No, he shouldn't have. But it's because it's a domestic competition. Um, I will say... Looking at it now, I apologize. The Fulham and Liverpool game in the Premier League on the 18th is postponed. Because of oh, this game. Right. Literally the next day. I was going to say. So that is my like, my Fulham. mistake. That is my mistake. There will be no game at Anfield this weekend. So Liverpool probably needs a weekend off. I'll be honest with you. Before the international break. They have to play a... Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think Manchester United have too much. Casemiro will definitely play, and we know what he does for that squad. Completely changes them. Because, oh wait. He won't no, be Casemiro's playing, suspended. though. Sorry. Yeah, you're getting it all wrong here, dude. <laughs> God. 
must that be Guinness, that it was that Jameson, huh? Yeah. Uh, no, I got distracted <laughs> with the Liverpool and Fulham. So, uh, How about this? Let's just move on to the Bundesliga. <laughs> fine. Fulham win. Let's go to Germany. Uh, on the 18th, we got VFL Bochum against RB Leipzig. RB you Leipzig, going Anything other than one way and one way only? No. No, I don't. Leipzig okay. looked impressive against Mushin Gladbach, so... Let's skip to the team that hasn't won in two after winning every game this calendar year. Oh. Borussia Dortmund against Cologne. Dortmund are at home. Same thing? Yeah, they need a game at home. Cologne are in 12th. Dortmund in second now, man. Uh, now they're... They were tied on points with Bayern Munich in first. And I know I had asked you the question, do you think this is a year Bayern Munich don't win it? And you said, no, Bayern Munich are going to win it. Yeah. Yeah. But hopefully Dortmund, I think they'll win that game. Keep the pressure at least on them. Keep it interesting. I agree. Um, I it, Just because they're at home, I, I don't see any way they lose this game. Yeah. On the 19th, we have another tough test for the Cinderella story Union Berlin as they play Eintracht Frankfurt. This is a huge game. Huge game. Especially since Ber- Fourth Union Berlin six. Are, uh, haven't won in four games. I don't know who's going to win that one, man. I'm going to go with a draw. I'm going to cop out. I hate to say it. I really do. I think Frankfurt will win this game. Really? Yeah. Kolomwani is too good. His form it's is so too good. good right? <laughs> Union Berlin, their form has been shit. Frankfurt win this game. Okay. I hate to say it. So that moves us on to the big game of the weekend. We have underperforming Bayer Leverkusen in the Bundesliga against top of the table where they always are and have been for what seems like forever, Bayern Munich. How do you see this one going? Bayern Munich have only lost two games this season. Yep, but they've drawn seven. Leverkusen have lost ten. Is this the game where Dortmund leveled them on points again? If Leverkusen can get a draw... you know, Leverkusen have looked good the past couple weeks, I will say. They look yeah, good in they, the Europa in League like and Bundesliga. They were in 12th a couple weeks ago. They're up to 9th now. I How do you say no to Bayern Munich, though, man? Again, I, I say this every week. It's hard. It's like, at this point, why do we even cover Bayern Munich games? They're gonna, they should win. Does that happen? I don't know. At least, like last week, Augsburg made it interesting. Got the first goal. Yeah, they made it more interesting than PSG did. Yeah. Bayern Munich, man. I'm going to go to the draw. Just to keep the title race fun. I hope it is. I hope it is a draw to keep the title race interesting. I think Bayern Leverkusen, I mean, they're a good squad. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah, they definitely have good They've been players. Shit. They've been shit in the Bundesliga for how good they are as a team. Well, I mean, they only have one loss in their last five games. But they've also lost as many games as they've won in the Bundesliga. So, Oh, you're not wrong. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ten wins and ten losses. All yeah. right. So let me, let me say that again. They've been shit in the <laughs> Bundesliga this year. I think this is a draw. Yeah. Okay. I, I think uh, for all that downplaying two, two. Leverkusen. 
Well, I I just had to state the facts. I mean, yeah. that they have sucked in the Bundesliga. There's no way they should have 10 wins and 10 losses. Let's just say that. And last but not least, we got Mainz against Freiburg. Freiburg desperately needing a win. Uh, Mainz sitting in seventh. I'm going to go with a draw. Yeah. yeah. Mainz, I mean, this is, what place are they in? Freiburg's in fifth, Mainz in seventh. Mainz mm-hmm. have not lost a game in their last five. Four wins and a draw. Mm-hmm. So they're in good form. I think they very much are. Uh, Freiburg, not so much. Not as much. No, they, yeah, yeah. they got three wins and two draws. So again, not terrible, which is why I say a draw. Okay. Three wins and three draws, huh? Uh, yeah. Freiburg away from home, not convincing. (sighs) My gut says Mainz are going to win this one. I'm going to stick with it. Just like your uh, Union Berlin, Frankfurt. Yeah. All right. However, I'm more confident Frankfurt will win that game than I am that Mainz will win this one. So, anyways, over to La Liga, Targo. What we got? La Liga, man. On the 18th of March, we have Atletico Madrid against Valencia. So, Atletico, they're in third place on 45 points, flying high. Valencia, 17th place. So they're out of the relegation zone, man. Good for Valencia. Very I good. I definitely feel like they're a team that shouldn't be in the relegation zone. They got two wins out of their last five. How do you see it going? One. One way. One <laughs> way and one way Even only. that little one hand up, yeah. Just one. Uh... I think this will be closer than most people think, but I still think Atletico wins. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Hard not to bet against them right now. Um, Real Sociedad plays Elche. Elche, man. Third in last place. They got two wins this season. One of them is they got one win in their last five games. Real Sociedad are not in the best of form. Also only have one win in their last five games. But they really should. This is perfect that. timing for Real Sociedad. Turn the season. Timing. They need a victory bad. They're at home against last place Elche. Real Sociedad wins this one. They need an emphatic win too, like a, a three oh, nil. Like one hundred percent. I mean, they were what at one point five points ahead of Atletico Madrid, and now they're behind them. Yeah, they were in third points. So. So yeah, Sociedad need to win that one. I think they will. They need it bad. But on the 19th, man, the big one. El Clasico! Yes! Real Madrid, Barcelona. To decide the title. Oh, you think this decides the title? If Barca win it, I think... If Barca win, this decides the title. Because they're nine points up. They win this. That's 12. 12 points. 12 points. We're talking 10 points for Napoli, 12 points for Barcelona with the best defense in Europe right now in La Liga. It's crazy. They are are fantastic defensively in La Liga. Only eight goals against, man. That's wild. They also have more 1-0 wins than any club in the world right now. (laughs) They really do. That's That's not an exaggeration. 
It's one not. nil, man. Yeah. Like I said, there, there was I a would glitch. guess out of their 21 wins, probably 18 are one nil. I don't know about that. I, <laughs> I was going to say like nine, eight or nine. It's at least 10. I feel <laughs> like it's been every win for this calendar year. Besides I mean, last weekend, it was a glitch in the Matrix. Another Sergio Busquets, Rafinha. Having deja vu on that. But who do you Big got, man? To, third time charm? Barca, Real Madrid. Who do you got in this one? Ah, uh, this one's at Camp Now. Yep, it's in Barcelona. Henri said it best. Everybody in the world fears Real Madrid. Real Madrid fear Barcelona. You know Lewandowski's healthy for this game? Yeah, Same he played in the last one. Is Pedri healthy? Pedri, I don't know. Okay. I know Lewandowski is. Okay. Uh, Pedri, for me, is probably more important for that Barcelona squad. (sighs) I'm going to go with two wins on the bounce for Real Madrid. You're going with Real Madrid? Liverpool midweek. They beat Barcelona on the weekend. I'm going for it. Make this title race interesting. For the love of God, Real Madrid. Who do you got? (laughs) Don't make me laugh. You're going to make my cough come back, man. Uh. I did not expect you to pick Real Madrid, if I'm being honest. I thought you were going to say Barcelona. You're welcome. (coughs) You threw me for a curveball, because I'm going to say Real Madrid. Maybe it's the booze talking. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see if it helps you. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going Real Madrid, too, man. I want to make this title race more interesting. So we agree. Hot damn. I know. You're picking against Barcelona at home? I never thought I'd see the day. <laughs> they're cheaters, man. Cheaters. Yeah, they are. They're dirty, dirty cheaters. Yeah. I, I think you're on to something. I think this is where the title race gets interesting. However, I think this game is literally like 1-0. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. I think it'll yeah. be close. Yeah. Um, But I can't wait to see it. It's on ESPN+. Plus. I'm sure it's on at about noon or 1. On the 19th. Check it out. Let us know what you guys thought of the game. We definitely will be paying attention to it and watching. This is one that we don't miss. Yeah. Yep. 100%. All right. Over to Italy in the Serie A. Uh, on the 18th, we have Udinese against AC Milan. Who you got? Bro, which AC Milan team is going to show up? Well, uh, I don't know either. I know about as much as what I just deciphered from the noise coming out of my mouth. So. <laughs> I'm going to go with a draw. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what AC Milan, you confuse me, man. They're they're literally uh, Tottenham. uh, AS Roma is the Tottenham of. Ouch. Disrespecting Romans. They at least have won a trophy. I get it. Just ask Jose Mourinho. I think he'll agree with me. Except for the trophy. He's coached at both those teams, so hey. Yep, yep. Um, I'm going to go the draw. Udinese have 11. 11 draws, that is. It's the most likely result. 
So trust my brain over my gut in this one. Okay. On the 19th, we have Torino at home against Napoli. Uh, you see this going any other way, but then one way only. I'm going to say Torino gets a draw here, man. Ooh. I'm going to say Torino gets a draw. They've, they're coming off two wins. They're not playing terribly. They're in eighth place in Serie A. I think they get a draw, man. I'm going to go for it. They're at home. Okay. I'm still going one way and one way only. And Napoli wins this one to further increase their lead. Okay. <laughs> Next up, we have a top of the table clash. Third against fifth. Lazio against AS Roma. This is a this is a derby match. This is a Rome derby. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know. I Two really points don't. separate them. Yeah, they're close. At Rome, like you say, man, they're hot and cold. They're up and they're down. I don't know which one. I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Lazio. Ooh, you're picking Lazio to jump up potentially into second. Yep, I'm gonna go with Lazio. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go draw on this one. It's a derby. It'll be a lot of cards, a lot of fouls, probably some fighting. It'll be heated, a lot of passion, and two two. Two two. That's a good. That's a good draw, at least. Yeah. Next up, we have a derby of sorts. Enter Milan against Juventus. Would be second if not for cheating against second. How do you see this going? So here's here's what I gotta say. Enter they've also been up and down. I feel like they create so many chances that they don't put away. They do. And but for Juve, I feel like Juve's defense is not the best. They let in goals. No. Juve lets in goals. They have twenty two goals against. But I do think Juve gets the win. I'm gonna go Juventus. Inter has 30 goals against. Just and that, for I, yeah, that's why I think Juve. I'm gonna go with a Juve win. Okay. Final answer. <laughs> I. This is, a, say this is a tale of two teams, right? So you have a team that creates a lot of chances, but doesn't capitalize on them, and you get a team that doesn't create a lot of chances but capitalizes on all of them. The latter being Juventus, the team that doesn't create many chances, but seems to score on one chance. And Inter having a plethora and not scoring and missing sitters, quite honestly. And their two forwards are terrible. And Romelu Lukaku. If it's not for penalties, I think Lukaku's looking like trash, to be honest with you. Um, I'm going to agree with you. Juve, huh? I think you. I think Juve get this one, but I think it's against the run of play. I think Inter dominate this one because they're at the San Siro, but Juve catch them on the counter. And I think they win two to one. Okay, jumping Lazio into first place, second, second place. Sorry, first place for all the teams remaining because Napoli have already won the title. So. <laughs> 
All right, let's jump over to Ligue 1 and the only game that really matters, PSG against Rennes. How do you see this going? One way and one way only, yep. Yeah, PSG at home, Parc de Prince. I agree. This is the Messi and Mbappe show. Ren are not doing great in Ligue 1 this year. PSG, there's, it's, it makes me sad, I'll be honest with you, that a team with the caliber of players as PSG sucks so bad in Europe, but they're so good at like they don't have to try domestically. Like it's it's awful. Yeah. Like to see a little so. bit more competition there in France for sure. Yeah. So that's that's what I got. I think <clears throat> PSG win this one as well. So moving on. In honor of St. Patrick's Day. At least here in the US. I know they don't celebrate it in Ireland. But those of us who are descendants off the boat. Wanted to do something fun. So, Targo, I asked you for something that would be fun. Let's go with, let's start with the best footballers to ever don an Ireland jersey. Who you got for me? I think it's, I'll start at the bottom. Because we all know who number one is. Mm Mm-hmm. So the best players that come out of Ireland. Number five, I have Mr. Damian Duff. He was a fun winger. Yeah, you remember watching him for Chelsea? He was there during that Jose Mourinho Mm -hmm. era, won the title. Manchester City as well. Yep, but he had 100 appearances for the Republic of Ireland. Eight goals, so not the best record. But yeah, he played for a host of Premier League teams, Blackburn, Chelsea, Newcastle, Fulham. Obviously most notable, like I said, at Chelsea when he was signed by Claudio Ranieri. And then he was there when Jose Mourinho came in. So he, he's my mm-hmm. number five, Damian Duff. Solid choice. Who's your number five? My number five is Paul McGrath. He is a Aston Villa legend, but also played at Manchester United under Sir Alex Ferguson. Sold by Sir Alex, he had... Uh, 163 appearances and 12 goals for Manchester United and 252 appearances and nine goals for Aston Villa. He won the FA Cup with Manchester United and the League Cup with Aston Villa. Okay. Yeah. Solid, but his personal life tarnished his legacy. So as a footballing standpoint, yes. We're going all around person. Probably Not wouldn't so be much. my top five. <laughs> All right. Number four, so, Targo. So my number four, I might get some slack for this, but I'm, my number four is Roy Keane. You're getting slack right now. What the <laughs> literal F? So, Roy yeah, Keane? Roy Keane. Number four? Number four. Blasphemy. He's a midfielder. Blasphemy. Obviously played for Manchester United. Uh, For Ireland... He had for Republic of Ireland, he had 64 appearances, nine goals. He was an enforcer in midfield. He won 19 trophies with Manchester United and is inducted into the Premier League Hall of Fame. But yeah, he's my number four. <laughs> Quick question Does anybody ahead of him on your list have more trophies than he does? Probably not. Then you're wrong. 
You're wrong. Your rankings are shit. I didn't. I'm not a big Roy Keane fan. I'm just not. I thought Patrick Vieira did it better than him. Was smoother on the ball. I'm not disagreeing with you one bit. I think Casemiro is better as than Irishmen him. Go, as far as Irishmen go, Roy Keane with up there with the best of them. Well, I think my number three. I have a soft spot for him. Okay, I understand, and I didn't put him on mine because he's on yours. So I get it. My number four is John Giles. Probably haven't heard of him because he existed in the footballing world before either one of us were born. Times two. <laughs> His glory days were in the 60s and 70s. The Ireland and Leeds United midfield legend started his career at Manchester United, won about every domestic trophy there was, went to Leeds in the 60s and 70s, making 525 appearances, scoring 114 goals, but mostly considered as the man who put Leeds United on the map. And as a player who can put an entire club on the map, deserves to be pretty high on the list. Damn. Damn. (laughs) So my number three, like I said, I have a soft spot for him. He's a goalkeeper, Mr. Shea Given. I love Shea Given, man. He has 134 appearances for Ireland, second most of any player. He played for a host of Premier League teams. Newcastle United. Most notably at Newcastle. Legend. He was at Man City, Aston Villa. He got a start for Blackbird. But he he wasn't a tall goalkeeper. I know he got a lot of slack for that. He wasn't even six foot, I don't think. But man, I thought he was a fantastic goalkeeper. I loved watching him for Newcastle. In my opinion, one of the greatest shot stoppers of all time. He was fantastic. So good. I know you like to give love to goalies, so I gave love to a goalie I, on my list. Thank you, my friend. <laughs> he's he's got a soft spot in my heart too. And yeah. If it wasn't for a crappy Irish team in front of him, could have done great things for Ireland, but here we are. My number four. Three. Three. My there you go. Three <laughs> is a Arsenal legend. Liam Brady. Thank you, my friend, for saving him for me. Yeah, I didn't didn't put him on my list. (laughs) Famously named Chippy for his love of fish and chips. Hilarious. Yeah. Uh, He's an Arsenal youth product, won the FA Cup in 1979. But he also played for Juventus, won two Serie A titles, and Inter Milan. Uh, he made 235 appearances for the Gunners, scoring 43 goals. And by many Irish folks, he is considered the Irish Maradona because of the similarities in the styles of play, not because he's as good as Maradona. I just want to make that clear. But I love Liam Brady. He's fantastic. <laughs> All right. Who's well, your number two, Targo? This is going to make me... Let me, I got to get in a mindset for this one. <laughs> My number two, man, he's Republic of Ireland's all-time goal scorer with 68 goals and 146 appearances. He captained the national team for 10 years, played for a host of Premier League clubs, did it in MLS. Mr. Robbie Keane arguably had the best celebration in all football. 
I know you don't like him, but man, Ooh. he had the best celebration. No. You can't deny no. Robbie Key, man, he played for the only thing he had was a celebration. He had to go to the MLS to win a trophy. Okay, <laughs> but he played for Wolves, Leeds, most notably at Spurs, and I would say Liverpool, and went back to Leeds. I think <laughs> he played for West Ham, Aston Villa. Who else did he even uh, had a few appearances for Ace Inter Milan? But yeah, he LA Galaxy man. And he scored a total of 325 goals in his career. Mr. Robbie Keane. Yeah, the Keno that deserves to not be on your list. Uh, <laughs> I can't stand him. Can't stand him. He's a he's a great finisher, but I can't stand it. Um, I don't like him. I hate him. Um, Why do you hate him? It's probably a giant bias towards Arsenal. Uh, it is. Or the 100%. Sounders, even. Uh, I don't know why I hate him, uh, but I don't like him. So that's what you get from me. Uh, he's not even <laughs> on my top five, even though he's Ireland's top All time goal scorer. Yeah. My number two is Roy Keane. As said before, 19 trophies more than everybody else. Hands down. Uh, number one, I know both of ours are the same, so let me hear it. Pele's great. Maradona's good. George is best. Mr. George Best. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. George Best, greatest Irishman to ever grace the pitch. Hands down. All right, Targo. So let's get into the best green jerseys of all time. And you did this list. I haven't seen it yet, so I'm pretty excited. The best green jerseys of all time, man. So, yeah, my number 10. I did 10 of them. My number 10 is Saint-Étienne. So, French team. I love their darker green jerseys. A couple years ago, they had some, like, dark forest green-looking ones, and I thought those were really cool. Yeah. I mean, they have a little bit of accents on those ones. On the side, but um, the, yeah, the ones this yeah, year, the all forest green is amazing. Uh, my number nine is a swallow, and they're one of the few teams, man, that they do the black and green vertical stripes. You don't see black and green too much, and I thought that that's a Mm-mm. really cool color combo. Honestly, I'm a fan of black on jerseys, like even like Dortmund's, the yellow and black, just anything with black. I thought things really cool. Yeah. Uh, number eight, Wolfsburg, the Bundesliga. They come out with some good jerseys, man. I like their yeah, light man. green, then they have darker green. They have some designs in with them. They're just sick. I love them. Honestly, I think I should have put them higher than eight. Probably. Because, uh, yeah, like, my number seven, Real Betis out of Spain. They have the classic vertical white and green. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah, modeled after Celtic. Yep, yep, definitely very similar. My number six is uh, Werder Bremen, especially the 2010-2011 season. Those ones were my favorite with the Targo Bank logo. Yeah, those white ones right there. Yep, yep. I remember someone getting me one of those for my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) 
I remember you wearing the shit out of it. <laughs> I did, man. Like I, it got torched just out of all the washes that went through playing soccer in it so much. It stank too. It, it was one of those jerseys. But yeah, yeah we all def- have them. Definitely don't have it anymore. I, I don't know where it ended up. It it just got yeah torched wearing it so much. <laughs> Um, after Vert of Raven in the fifth position, Sporting Lisbon. Honestly, I almost think I could have put them higher. I don't know, man. Like, their away jerseys this year are so sick. Right? The away in the third kit, the tiger stripes, and the tiger claw with the home jersey underneath. Yeah, the, the black and green, man. I told you, I'm a fan of black and green. So the black and green tiger stripes, I think, are just gnarly. I love them. Number four, gotta go. Good whole Mexico man, Mexico national team. Uh, the one here in your picture, it's, it's sick with the like Aztec kind of designs in it, and I just love the Mexico. Yeah. Like even their like away jerseys or the white ones, they have accents of the green and red, and I just love that. I think those are so cool. My number three, yeah, which yeah, they're nice, huh? My number three though, oh mm-hmm. man, Nigeria national team jerseys i will say for all of the jerseys nike has done in the past couple of years these take the cake by far these are just oh nigeria fantastic. yeah that 2018 yeah. world cup man the night when they were wearing those jerseys those were so sweet so sick and then this year's aren't bad either like i like this year's too no no i love this year's there i mean nike does a great job even their warm-ups and the track suits, they all look fantastic. So Nigeria, yeah, they definitely got honestly I think the best international kit almost. One of the best international oh, yeah. kits. Oh yeah. Number two, representing good old Seattle Sounders, man. The Sounders come out with some good jerseys every year. There's been some uh, iffy ones in there, but yeah, it's yeah. at least one every single year. It's usually a sec or a second kit, you know, a third kit. Like I know, yeah, they've come out with some pink and that weird bright blue, baby blue with the lime green. But the one in this picture, the black and green again, theme black and green. Uh, but even the Zoo Lily one, where it was green and it had kind of the blue check down the middle, yeah, kind of a line, kind of a thing. That one was cool. Um, their first, the first year they came out, those blue and green away jerseys. Those ones were sick. Instead of the Xbox, it was the Xbox 360 with how old we are watching them play. But now yeah, they're coming I got out. That day one. Yeah, we did, <laughs> didn't we? And now they're like theme ones, man. Like the Jimi Hendrix kit. I got that one. That one's sick. It's not green, but. Yeah. You're going to have to pick up that Bruce Lee kit. That is sick. Yeah, the red, the red one. That one's, that one is sweet. But my number one, good old classic. Tried and true, Celtic. Specifically, yeah. this one in your picture, man. Like I, I know when I was describing it to you, you're like, "Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about." Henrik Larson. Yep, one hundred percent. This the moment green. right here. Yeah, <laughs> the, the green and white horizontal stripes, the Carlene in the middle, the Umbro logo, just uh, collarless button up. Yes, that's it's what you think of when you think of a Celtic jersey. I know, like yeah, I mean, that's from the only watching one. them in the World or not the World Cup, the Champions League, beating big teams like Man United and stuff. Uh, that was those are yeah. the good old days for Celtic, man. 
Beautiful. Beautiful. So, yeah, man, those were some solid picks. I don't know if I disagree with any of those. <laughs> those were, whew, bringing back some nostalgia with those jerseys. Yeah, especially, yeah, the Verter Raymond one for me and, yeah, Celtic. Yeah, well, now that you've gone over the best-looking jerseys, <laughs> uh, let's go over the most successful clubs in green. Okay. Starting okay. at number 10, we have Real Betis. Founded in 1907, they won four major trophies. They've had green kits since 1911, based off Celtics kits. Number nine, Seattle Sounders. Sounders making the top Founded in 1974, they've actually won eight major trophies, believe it or not. Uh, one of the <laughs> most successful clubs in the United States. Born in 1974, uh, <laughs> Sounders. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight, Werder Bremen, founded in 1899. They've won 16 major trophies. Sounders have a ways to go before they pass that. Dude, do you, remember the good old, seven. do you remember the good old days with Werder Bremen when they had Miroslav Kloza? Oh, yeah. And they had uh, the green. They had the green and yeah. orange. Oh, yeah. Beautiful kits. They were like skin tight. <laughs> those those are capo, weren't they? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's all they make though is skin tight kits. So yeah. number seven, Locomotive Moscow. Uh founded in 1922. They've won 17 major trophies. Okay. Out okay. of Russia. Number six, Ludogrets. Those of you who watch the Europa League pretty uh Heavily, you would have seen them this year. They uh, were causing some trouble for some better teams. Found in 1945, they won 18 major trophies. Number five, Saint Etienne. Found in 1933, 22 major trophies. Starting to get up there. Yeah. Number four, Almeras. Palmeiras. 42 trophies. Yeah, 42 trophies. One worn green kit since their inception. They were originally called Palestra Italia, even hmm. though they're in Brazil. Yeah, I thought that was fun. Number three, coming back to Europe, Panathinaikos, 42 major trophies. Used to be called FC of Athens. Yep, out of Greece. The Football Club of Athens. Number two, not really going to surprise anybody. Sporting Lisbon. Founded in 1906. 54 major trophies. And number one, just like number one in Targo's best green kits, Celtic. Founded in 1887. They've won a whopping 113 trophies. Yeah, it's either them or Rangers winning Scottish Premier League. Yeah. One way and one way only. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Especially recently. <laughs> so that's all I got, man. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode. So don't forget to check us out on uh, YouTube. Give the like and subscribe there. Check us out on our Instagram, TikTok. We've been posting some more videos recently. Our Facebook group. Let us know what you thought. What are your favorite green kits? We'd love to hear from you guys. 
uh, red bubble, get the merch. Maybe we need to come out with some green merch for St. Patty this day. Something like that. Yeah. That's something we should do. But yeah, check out the red bubble for the merch. And I think that's it, man. We appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening, watching. Cheers. Cheers.